You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. And good morning on this Wednesday. Good morning, everyone. Hello, hello. It is Juan. Here I am. Folks, uh, ready to conduct what a program we have in store on this Wednesday for you. It is the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start right now at 11 and we go until 2 p.m. It's a.m. 1380. And also, remember, you can listen at 99.9 FM, certain parts of the state. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Uh, if you go to thepetro.com, you just click the listen live button, and boom, there I am, crystal clear audio. We also have, if you have Alexa, you just say Alexa search, WNRI, comes in nice and clear. Uh, people listen everywhere. I want to say good morning to everyone. We also do a Facebook Live, so if you're on Facebook, find my page, John DePetro Show. I have had some, a couple people recently saying, you know, I go to your Facebook page, and I don't see anything. Well, there's the personal page, but you want the show part, Right. The show, which is the radio portion, and that's where we do the Facebook Live. Folks, as we kick things off on this, and again, I am uh, very, very happy. As you can imagine, listen, it's been a trying time uh, without question, but I am just so thrilled at the guests that we have coming up uh, today. But this portion of the program, folks, as we kick things off on this uh, on this Wednesday, it is April 15th, is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, maybe you are cooped up in the house. Maybe you say, you know, Juan, I haven't had a good meal in a while. You still have to eat, and you can eat, and you can go and visit them. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of 95. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. And I like to give, you know, I'm big on what is a landmark that maybe if I get close to it, I'll know that I'm there. The AAA location in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street, right near Branch Avenue. If you can get yourselves to AAA, right, then you will be right next door to Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They have a great Facebook page. And right now, you know what? It's just flying off the shelves. They have the Trump chocolate donuts. I'm holding up a photo of them to those that are watching on Facebook Live. Trump chocolate donuts. As a matter of fact, give a a thumbs up if you enjoy or would like to get some. uh, Trump chocolate donuts at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, they're open right now. Good morning to Ron and Melissa. Obviously, loyal listeners to Juan. But on top of that, what else can you get? How about sausage and peppers or eggplant? Or meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm calzones. And they're all baked fresh. Ron and Melissa, they've been up since 3 a.m. this morning on this Wednesday, uh, April 15th. They have plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, cakes, and more. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, stock up. Listen, yes, you it, you are following a stay-at-home order, meaning that you can't go out and about, but you can still get fresh, delicious food. And by the way, their business right now, all businesses should recognize they are thriving right now with their formula of fresh, delicious food. And plus, they are sponsors of the John DePietro Show. So no accident there. But uh, check out their Facebook page. I always encourage people to go. They have a great Facebook page. It's very simple, but it has their directions. They're open. Uh, you see some of the photos, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, there they are, stop in and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, but find their Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. I always encourage people to do that because then you can find out directions and hours and messages you want to send and so forth. All right, right now it is nine minutes past 
11 o'clock on this Wednesday. It is the John DePietro Show. Now, good news, folks. Today, because Governor Amundo, her daily press briefing is not until 2.30. In the past, we've been interrupted a little bit by the governor, and that's fine. I think it is important to uh, obviously carry Governor Amundo's press briefings to get the latest. But but today, it's not until 2.30. So we have, um, I'm so excited about this. We have a great reporter from Great reporter from the Boston Globe. She is just hilarious, and she's going to join me. I've been uh, looking to have her on as a guest. We are going to have her on today, Beth Tedell, and she has a new piece out. Welcome to Crazy Town, a.k.a. Grocery Delivery. It's great. Grace, grocery delivery has gone mad. People are setting alarms for the wee hours based on rumors that slots are released after midnight. Beth Tettle is going to join me coming up at 1 o'clock. And then our legal expert, Tim Dodd, who normally joins me on Thursdays for our legal segment. segment, He's going to join me today at 1.30. Just because I'm getting a lot of questions from people asking yesterday, and there has been some confusion about this. I did post it on my Facebook page, which is John DePietro's show. Uh, but I did post on it that there's a lot of confusion regarding the masks. There is certainly, yesterday, Governor Amundo said by executive order, if you are working in a store where there's customer uh, you know, um, interface. If you are in fact dealing with customers, you have to wear a mask and the business has to provide the mask. Now, I don't have a problem with that. But what also, though, she did announce is if, and it, it, it is somewhat confusing, but the Rhode Island Department of Health said all customer facing businesses must take steps to require customers to wear face covering. And this is the important part put up signs at the door reminding customers. To wear one inside. Now, I did post this on my Facebook page. Do you support Governor Amundo, new executive order starting this Saturday? You cannot work in a store unless you wear a mask. And the customers as well. 494 comments. And shared 80 times. 494 comments. So you can read that. But some people say, no, no, no. It doesn't have to be the customer. But as I said, I think this is one of those things that needs to be clarified later today during the press briefing. Because you can see it says right there, and a sign at the door reminding customers to wear one inside. So I did receive a text earlier this morning from a very good friend of mine who said, you know, what is the story with the masks? For, by the way, visit the Facebook page. Um, we had an incredible Facebook Live last night. We're doing the nightly report sometime between 7 and 8. Went a little late because the White House, those briefings that are marathons throw me off. Uh, but we had a huge viewership last night with Facebook Live. We also have now there's a GOP lawmaker, and he's the first one to step forward. We must choose loss of American lives over loss of our way of life as Americans. And I posted, do you agree with him? Um, I think there are a number of people that agree with him. They're silent right now. I think a lot of people want to step forward with that. But let me come back to the mask uh, for a moment, the face coverings, because I think there has been some confusion on that. And whenever someone reaches out to me, I like to try to get an answer. I think Governor Mundo is going to clarify that at the press briefing today. And Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me next hour. Now, regarding this business of, of the face coverings, um, as many of you know, one, I am certainly not opposed to it. But what you should know is what they have learned. Remember, this was uh, March 26th was when I first wore this um, on the air face covering. But what we're learning through this whole segment is the fact that it's really designed. The face covering is designed to protect you 
from the person that may have the virus. Now, what do I mean by that? All right. So you go into a store and you don't have a face covering, which is totally fine. But what they're finding is many people think, okay, so if I wear this mask, if I wear this face covering, this is going to protect me if you have it. Not exactly. I mean, it is. It's better than nothing because the particles are so small. They can come in through your mouth if someone sneezed or coughed, and then it comes in through your mouth or your eyes, glasses. But what this really does is the person that has it, it contains them. So when they're coughing, they're not coughing out into the air. They're not sneezing out in the air. They're sneezing into the face covering. I don't think that has been explained enough. I think there's a lot of confusion about that. Now, someone may say, well, I don't need to wear one because I don't have the virus. But the problem is, and we have a great guest that's going to join us coming up at 1130, folks. You don't want to miss this. He was on Tucker Carlson just the other night. He And he also wrote a great piece in the New York Times. Um, Robert Epstein, Dr. Robert Epstein, he is out in California. He's going to join me coming up at 1130. He has written, I think, one of the best things I heard or I've read, I should say, and heard about, and you don't want to miss this at 1130. Please share. If you're on Facebook Live, share with people that you're watching it. You don't want to miss this brilliant man. He was on today's. He was on Tucker Carlson Monday night. I played the sound of it. He was so impressive. And even Tucker said, you know, of everyone that's talked about this, uh, I think this makes the most sense of anyone that I've heard. And that is what we have to do, and I'll let him explain it, is we need massive testing. But what we have to do is we have to stop the, the carriers of it. That's what it's really about, containing people that, that have the virus. That's going to be the key. Now, folks, as many of you are seeing, um, right now, today is Wednesday, April 15th. In the past, it used to be tax day no longer because of what's going on. So now our peak is not scheduled until next weekend in Rhode Island right now, even though the governor has not released a model. And for different reasons, our peak is supposed to be the next Saturday, April 25th to the 29th. What does that mean? That means we're supposed to hit our peak as far as positive tests, people going in the hospital and deaths. So we're more than still we are 10 days out from the peak period, which the governor said could still go until uh, mid-May. Now, a lot of the country are looking at Friday, May 1st, two weeks from this Friday, is starting to reopen the economy. Governor Armando has said Rhode Island stay-at-home order is in effect till, till Friday, May 8th. So that weekend, May 9th, which is Mother's Day weekend, can you imagine? It would be great for the restaurants to get everyone out. I'm anxious to find out today in the press briefing with Governor Armando. If that uh, May 8th will stay in, because, folks, the key here now is many people like you. Listen, I'm, I'm tired of being cooped up and we have to get businesses back open and there's too much inconsistency with things. I think we all agree that people have gone above and beyond. People have been following the rules. Uh, businesses have closed, but we can't stay like this forever. And I think you're, you're really going to enjoy hearing Dr. Epstein because what we're finding and what he has written about is we actually have been now I, I'm not here to, to place blame, but it, we've been approaching this the wrong way. And that is the fact of that. And, and, but until you have massive testing, you need everyone that is carrying it to be quarantined. Once we have massive testing and I'll let him explain it. But those that are that are contagious, that have the virus, the carriers, if you will, they're the ones that need to be quarantined. Not everyone. And the more testing you have, you can tell if there's an outbreak. 
right? So if someone has a wedding and has 50 people at the wedding, and then within one or two days, uh, several of the guests start to come down with the symptoms. Well, then everyone has to be notified if you were at that wedding, there's a very good chance that you contracted the virus. So you quarantine and all of those 50 people, they need to be tested. And then everyone they came in contact with need to be tested, but not like everyone in the world needs to be tested. You then have to just contain. If those people are contained, that will, in fact, kill the virus. And that's what we need to do. So it's all about that. But he's going to join me coming up, or he's scheduled to, at 1130. So it's a little tough. He's on the West Coast. And obviously, uh, Juan is, uh, It's a, yeah, this is not an easy time to be broadcasting. But we're going to talk to him about that. Now, also, the Rhode Island Republican Party, the GOP, they have raised red flags about the um, potential for these mail-in ballots and fraud. I'm going to talk about that. This is very frightening what's happening. Uh, many of you know I don't trust our Secretary of State, Nellie Gorbia, nor does she give us reason to trust. Right? What did Reagan say? Trust but verify. And there's no verify with her. With, Go- with Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, it's all about, hey, you have to trust me through this. And I don't think I'm alone. Uh, I don't feel comfortable in trusting that person. So I am going to talk about that. And, and it's, it's wildly important of how this could in- impact. There's the potential now for massive voter fraud in Rhode Island. And I'm not sure what we're going to do about it. Our options are limited, but at least you would be aware of it. Hey, folks, I want to remind you also, a store that is open right now that is great on this Wednesday. And right now it is uh, Wednesday, April 15th. It's 1119. Remember to stop in. Now, listen, it's going to be somewhat nice out the next couple of days. It has been somewhat rainy, but it's so important to get outside. You're going to feel better if you do some gardening and get your property in order. Stop in and see our friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. They are officially open for the season. They are compliant with the state. They've set up a safe environment for you when you arrive. Rhode Island's number one garden center is open. I'll tell you, I felt good just being inside. And it's so full of life with their beautiful tulips, hyacinthias, daffodils, hydrangeas, pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, all assorted colors. Steve and Debbie and Junior, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. But beautiful selection. They're located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. So, And it's also very easy. So much of what they have is outside. So you're outside anyway, but they do have a safe environment set up where you can purchase things from them. They also have landscape material available, screen loom, black brown, hemlock mulch, pickup and delivery. Look for their great Facebook page, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And if you prefer delivery, anything flowers included, they can do that. You can call them at 295-4399 or email them prmaterials at cox.net. Rhode Island's number one uh, garden center is open for the season. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. So, um, so, folks, the, the situation right now, we, we need to find out more. Uh, people are raising alarms about, and I'm so glad the Republican Party has, you know, come out and said that they are uncomfortable with the fact that they're going to start tracking people. And Governor Raimondo has said this phone tra- tracking technology could re- uh, reduce important tracing time for several hours. Also said it's it's. Basically, um, it's not mandatory. It's voluntary. 
But right now, as been reported, each day a team of 100 state health workers, National Guard members, perform what they say is a vital bit of sleuthing. They spend hours tracking down the friends, co-workers, and relatives of those who have tested positive. So Governor Mundo said the phone tracking technology, she says it's going to reduce it. But I, I agree with in the Republican lawmakers that is speaking out and saying that, that, I mean, is that really necessary that they are, in fact, following you and tracking you in this way? And I know that uh, the lawmaker refers to how phone tracking has been used in several other countries. And the Raimondo people have been somewhat vague on exactly how much they're using this. But the governor said it's voluntary that participants, you download an app to your smartphone. Once connected, participants would be surveyed several times a day electronically about their symptoms. Raimondo said Republican lawmakers concerned, valid concerns, and they're walking the line on privacy issues. Now, I, I don't believe that this is necessary. I don't think many of you believe that this is necessary. I think this is an intrusion. We're definitely going to talk about it tomorrow with our legal expert, uh, Rhode Island top attorney Tim Dodd. I think this is starting to cross into a little bit. I, I understand the nature of it. But, folks, like anything else, there, as you know, I mean, let's let's talk about it. There's abuse. Who knows where your information would, in fact, be going? Um, there's there's a lot of problems with this. Now, some of the other headlines, uh, no peak yet. U.S. deaths set a single-day record. So it's still obviously huge. New York City continues to be, as uh, someone said to me, they're, they're a whole different animal with this whole thing, right? New York, because of their mass transportation and just the way New York City operates, uh, they are completely different than the rest of the country. And they are, um, that, that, that to me is a little bit of, of a completely different Concern and the rest of the country is not operating that way. So, also, have you seen the new plexiglass cages that could be installed at the beach? Now, this would be interesting. I'd be very interested to see if you see this at Scarborough or um, or some of the other state beaches. And I'll post this on my Facebook page. But this is the new thing they're going to have in Italy. I'm holding up a photo of it for those that are on Facebook Live. You see the man inside the plexiglass at the beach with his child playing. I mean, it does seem kind of funny. Plexiglass cages could be installed at beaches in Italy. You know, on the one hand, people are definitely getting very innovative. But it does have a little bit of like a chicken coop type feel. Um, and Or even that of like a zoo a little bit. Um, that people are kind of... Um, in that, so it's a new design. There's different places they may try it, uh, and it's like chicken coops. The idea has been slaying, putting people at risk. But here's a photo of all the different people. I'm just trying to picture this at uh, at Sand Hill Cove. Of uh, you see all the different people set up in their different beach plexiglass chicken coops at <laughs> at the beach. I don't know about that. Aren't you outside? I mean, I I think you could accomplish that. Without having something like that, as far as just having the distancing of it because you are outside. But some other areas that, you know, I have been anxious to ask the Nicole, uh, Dr. Scott, the uh, Department of Health. I have been anxious to ask her. I haven't done it yet um, simply because I, I haven't felt that we're into the season enough. But I, I have had people ask me about backyard swimming pools. And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I will plan to ask it. I don't think yet it's been the appropriate time to ask it. But I think we're, 
we're getting close to that, that we don't know what is the answer. If someone that has the coronavirus goes swimming in your backyard pool, does the chlorine kill it? Or could you, by swimming in the pool, could you get it? And the same thing, whether it's a hot tub or a jacuzzi. Um, I want to acknowledge, I am hearing from several of you that have been asking me to ask Governor Raimondo about that. But I, I don't feel it's been warm enough yet. I think that's more of a question for May than April. We're taking it one day at a time. But I have been getting it, and I will try to get that question answered for many of you. Some people have told you that you're in the process of opening your backyard pool, and it's heated. And uh, you're just wondering, would it be safe? And what if someone came in? I, I, I haven't heard anyone ask. If you, if you have information on that, you can certainly email me, john at petro.com. I want to give a special shout-out to Beverly Russell. Beverly, who is so wise, was smart enough to go out and uh, pick up a bottle, what I've been encouraging to get, and that is a bottle of Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry. What is it? It's an antioxidant. It is incredible. You have a shot of this every morning, which I do. This bottle, there's no alcohol. I know it looks like a wine bottle, but there's no wine in there, I assure you. But it is incredible disease-fighting antioxidant. A kyberry, it'll replenish your body. You're going to feel better. Uh, if, in fact, you get sick, this will fight it off, the virus. But but if you, were, if you had the virus, this would help you fight it off. But this helps your body get ready in case it needs to fight the virus. A kyberry, unique nutritional health beverage. It is incredible, the juices. Now, I am pronouncing it phonetically. I recognize there's a different way that it's pronounced. But as I've told many of you, I think that if I pronounced it the way that it's supposed to be pronounced, many people would have a tough time finding this at their favorite store. So I pronounce it. You can go to their website, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. It is incredible. You can get it, folks. It makes a difference. You can truly feel it. And it's available at Dave's in East Greenwich, and I would imagine all Dave's locations. Also, Venda Ravioli on the Hill, they sell it. They're still doing takeout. How about the northern part of the state? It's My Health in Cumberland. You can pick up a bottle of a Kyberry for you and your family. You just need a little, literally, out of a shot glass each morning. And also, the uh, corporate offices are at 50 King Street in Johnston. A Kyberry antioxidant. It is truly incredible. It'll make you feel better. It replenishes your body. And you're going to be glad you got it. Now, on top of that, remember, the best thing I would suggest is go to the website. And it's um, Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. And it is, in fact, uh, what a difference it'll make in your life. You'll you'll really notice a difference when you start to have it. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. All right, it's John DiPietro. Now, coming up. Let me see if I can get our friend, um, Dr. Epstein, who was on Tucker the other night. I, I thought the guy was, uh, the doctor is just fantastic. And what I like is I feel he is um, really speaking out and has pinpointed what we need to do in order to get this whole thing under control. So we have that. We have Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me coming up at noon. You don't want to miss that. And then at 1 o'clock, she's a writer for the Boston Globe. She's hilarious. Beth Tittle is going to join me. I am going to talk about the voter fraud measures that need to be watched. I think this is a battle of numbers. This is definitely something that needs to be managed. We're going to talk about that. And then, is it 
What if on Saturday someone says, I don't want to wear a face covering. I don't want to wear a mask. I want to go into a store and purchase something, and I don't want to have to wear one. Um, Could they legally prevent you from doing that? We're going to talk to our legal expert, Tim Dodd. It's all ahead, folks. Leave it right here. Remember, go to the website, dipetro.com. But it's all ahead right here on the John DePetro Show. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality quality like thousands of my customers already have because when this crisis is over your bad water quality won't be and neither will your bottled water dependency so ask yourself do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean safe water if so call my company call water filter company at 294-2400 water filter company a Rhode Island family business since 1986 water filter company 294-2400 because is it really worth going through all this you know, Steve is exactly right, folks. If, in fact, you have uh, a water filter, you won't have to worry about that. Water filter company, 294-2400, 294-2400 for water fil- filter company. It's John DePietro, and um, it's because of what this uh, – I, I know the president is under attack right now because of uh, the actions with the world – Health Organization. I want to play the uh, World Health Organization director. He is now uh, speaking about the fact the United States and President Trump is saying that we're not going to fund them. The health of the world's people. They express that desire in the constitution of WHO, which says that the enjoyment of the highest attainable standard of health is one of the fundamental rights of every human being without distinction of race, religion, political belief, economic or social condition. That creed remains our vision today. The United States of America has been a long-standing and generous friend to WHO. And we hope it will continue to be so. We regret the decision of the President of the United States to order a hold in funding to the World Health Organization. With support from the people and government of the United States, WHO works to improve the health of many of the world's poorest and most vulnerable people. WHO is not only fighting COVID-19. We're also working to address polio, measles, malaria, Ebola, HIV, tuberculosis, malnutrition, cancer, diabetes, mental health, and many other diseases and conditions. We also work with countries to strengthen health systems and improve access to life-saving health services. WHO is reviewing the impact of our work of any withdrawal of U.S. funding and will work with our partners to fill any financial gaps we face and to ensure 
our work continues uninterrupted. Our commitment to public health, science, and to serving all the people of the world without fear or favor remains absolute. Our mission and mandate are to work with all nations equally, without regard to size of their populations or economies. COVID-19 does not discriminate between rich nations. Yes, doctor. Uh, this is John DePietro. One moment. Folks, folks joining us right now uh, on the John DePietro show, and as I've been telling you, uh, what a brilliant appearance on Tucker Carlson is Dr. Richard Epstein. Good morning, doctor. Uh, well, good morning, John. How are you? Very well. Thank you for joining us. Um, I want to sure. just uh, take a moment. And uh, I thought, number one, your appearance on Tucker Carlson was just fantastic. But most importantly, what you wrote in the Daily Caller and also your rebuttal to Vice President Joe Biden in the New York Times. I think it has struck a chord with a lot of people. And if you could be so gracious to uh, tell our listening radio audience exactly your thoughts on the key now that seems to center around mass testing. And you have to find the carriers. It's not so much about... Uh, everyone needs to be quarantined. Uh, yes, exactly. In fact, uh, at this point, I can say way back on March 25th, uh, I published a very lengthy article uh, in the Epic Times. Uh, I deliberately went there because I knew President Trump likes that paper. And, uh, uh, and basically, the, my title was How to Stop the Virus Now. And uh, the, the proposal, very, very simple, very sensible. In fact, as Tucker said, you know, uh, you know, not many people are talking much sense these days about the virus, but this, in fact, was very sensible. What I said was we need to test everyone, and believe it or not, we can do that pretty inexpensively, uh, and we can get virtually everyone, almost everyone, uh, uh, literally in a matter of weeks, not months, not years, uh, Test everyone, and then uh, ask the uh, the carriers to self isolate. So we're talking about self testing, not not the government, you know, coming in with the army. We're talking about self testing, uh, which everyone I know would do instantly if it were easy to do. You know, if we had a little little plastic device, you just stick it up your nose, and then you wait a few seconds, and just like with the home pregnancy tests, you know, and then you see whether. Uh, a plus sign says, uh, you know, you, you're a carrier, and a minus sign says you're not. Everyone self-tests. The carriers self-isolate. And then everyone else, which is more than 300 million people, are free to go back to school and go back to work. Literally, the next day, we can open up the entire economy. Not not, not phased opening over a period of uh, 18 months, which is what the government is, is telling us now. Uh, in fact, there's a, a new study that was just published yesterday by some Harvard uh, researchers saying we might have to practice social distancing until 2022. So, uh, you know, this is much, much simpler. You just, you just isolate the carriers. As soon as you do that, the transmission stops. The, the, the virus has nowhere to go. And even more amazing, two or three weeks later, the virus is dead because it's killed by the immune systems of the carriers. So, you know, how we 
could not do this, I have no idea. People are also now expressing fear about uh, resurgence and a second wave. In fact, China's very nervous about this right now. Because if you if you start reopening things, you run the risk because you, you don't know who the carriers are. You see, you've got, you've got a million carriers walking around who have no symptoms. So if you start reopening things and carriers are walking around, uh, then this the whole thing, the, the whole problem could start all over again. But with this system, you, you always know who the carriers are. And plus, these devices would be so cheap, and you've got them, you know, in buckets and barrels outside of restaurants and outside of movie theaters and so on. People can self-test literally at the entrance, uh, you know, if we're worried. And when they self-test, you know, if they're carriers, they go home. Uh, it, it's pretty simple. You keep the carriers separated. They only need to be in quarantine for two or three weeks. Uh, that kills off the virus. And you can keep this whole thing under control. It means we're in charge of what happens to this virus. Right now, the virus is in charge of us. Folks, we're speaking with Dr. Robert Epstein, who, again, I, I think it makes it's the most, in some ways, common sense a theory about this. But, Doctor, it sounds like where did we go wrong? Did we go wrong in trying to follow almost the model of China, which our country doesn't operate that way, which is complete shutdown? Because what you're saying really comes down to, and it does make sense, there's no reason for all of us to be quarantined. It's the mass testing that if it could be so rapid, you could pick it up, then suddenly those are the people that need to quarantine, and that, that's a small percentage of the population. Well, exactly. In, in fact, you know, uh, the, the pushback I, uh, that I'm getting from some people is, yeah, but what about the homeless? Yeah, but what about the illegal immigrants? And, well, the fact is, everyone will want to test, will want to self-test. But it's true, you will have a few people here and there, a few little groups here and there, uh, people who, does, you know, who say, I don't want the government telling me what to do. But, you know, it's much easier to manage a, a couple of small groups than to try to manage, you know, 334 million people and get them to comply because we're cowboys. We don't comply. We're not the Chinese. Right. And, uh, and that's why we now have more than, what is it now? We're past 620, 630,000 cases. Yes. We're, we are not the Chinese. Uh, but if you, if you, if you produce, mass produce hundreds of millions of these little test devices and distribute them, uh, you know, we'll, that will do because I want to know. Everyone in my family would self-test instantly. And uh, and I think voluntarily, the vast, vast, vast majority of us who are carriers would be happy to quarantine for a couple of weeks. The government could sweeten the deal with uh, with a cash payment. Uh, you know, if they, if they needed to, they could add in a penalty uh, for, for people who are, you know, insist on walking around carrying the virus. Uh, so, I mean, this is a pretty simple, straightforward plan. Right now... The messaging from President Trump is mainly negative and scary and confusing. Right. Imagine, imagine if President Trump took the lead on this. Now his messaging would be, hey, we're going to lick this thing in a few weeks. We're not going to let this thing, you know, tear our country apart for the next two years. We're right. going to lick it now. He would be a hero. He would go down in history. Literally, this could be his legacy. Folks, again, it's the John DePietro Show. We're only going to keep him for another moment, but he is right on the money, Dr. Robert Epstein. Doctor, you're exactly right. And also, think of 
you know, in this part of the, the country, obviously big New England Patriot fans or Red Sox fans. So it doesn't make any sense that 65,000 people can't attend a New England Patriots game. If you had what you're suggesting, which would be mass testing before you went to the stadium, you would be tested some way to detect it. If you have it, you're not allowed in. You then are handed over whatever process you have where then you have to be quarantined. But by and large, you would have, I don't know, 60,000 people that could enjoy the football game, probably even more if you're talking about one or two percent. But right now we're preventing everyone from enjoying something like that. And that just doesn't I, I don't know. There's no way that that's logical. Well, John, John, let, let's take this a step further, okay? Let's just go back in time a couple of months. I mean, uh, if we had used this approach from the outset when we saw that this, this thing was starting to spread, uh, and by the way, the, the cost is not great on this program. We're, we're, we're bleeding trillions of dollars right. away at this point. The cost on this program, I calculated, is around $6.5 billion which is nothing. Wow. And if we if we had used this approach earlier in the year, we would not have had to shut down the economy. Right. And we and we'd all be just going about our daily lives because there's more than 300 million of us who are not carriers and we're all stuck in prison in our in our homes. It makes absolutely no sense. And doctor, what I like you wrote and folks, it's a great piece. I'm going to share it to everyone. It's in the Daily Caller. But you talk about, I mean, the, the picture that you paint, and you're exactly right. The president, if he was portraying that, there's no reason why grandparents can't see their grandchildren uh, just because out of fear, oh, maybe someone's a carrier. Well, if both are tested, then we know that no one's a carrier. Or maybe either the child might have it or the grandparent would have you. But by using your model, schools would return college campuses of course the kids should be back on the the college campuses doctor we're very fortunate that we're not seeing all these it's not like polio you're not seeing young children drop dead and and can you explain also why is there so much pushback against uh people hear the term herd immunity okay well that's another thing that i mean this whole thing once i finally got this straight in my head which is hard to do by the way because of all this wrong social messaging uh, messaging that we're getting right now. Herd immunity, okay, we, we don't want to force herd immunity on the entire population by getting everyone sick. What the heck? Where the hell did that crazy idea come from? Right. We, 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 we create herd immunity with a vaccine. So, right. you see, if you, if you isolate the carriers, transmission stops. The virus dies. You buy yourself lots of time. You can develop a vaccine, you know, over however long it takes. And then if, if you still want to vaccinate everyone, of course, there's not much reason to at that point. But if you still want to vaccinate everyone, then you can vaccinate everyone. And that's how you get herd immunity. That's what we do with most diseases. We don't, we don't let everyone get sick to create <laughs> herd immunity. That's insane. It is. Now, Dr. Robert Epstein, one last question, and and I think where you are completely, it's it's so simple to follow, um, but that is that right now everyone is being treated as a carrier by everyone being quarantined. And in this part of the world, we have a, in this part of the country, excuse me, a stay-at-home order. But everyone is, is not a carrier. People don't have it. But let's just say a basketball game. Let's just say the NBA said, you know, we want to have a game. So you have... 
15 players on the Boston Celtics, 15 players and coaches on the, on the Lakers, and then they have the referees. And let's just say it's a total of 30 people to score, and all 30 uh, go in. They're tested. No one has it. Uh, why would they not be able to have the game? Forget about the fans for a moment. But, Doctor, why couldn't they have the game if then it's not, uh, unless we're missing something, it's not as if during the game suddenly someone is going to develop it. I mean, you tell me, but it would seem that that would be perfectly safe that everyone involved, if you enter the gymnasium and everyone is testing negative, when they leave the gymnasium, everyone would test negative. Correct. Well, absolutely correct, and not only that, uh, you know, you, at this by that point, probably everyone has already self-tested. So, uh, but yeah, you could at the entrance have just barrels full of these little plastic uh, right. gizmos, uh, just like we have, you know, barrels full of the 3D glasses yes. you know, going into the to a movie theater, and uh, you know they're disposable, you throw them away, just like those little pregnancy tests. And by the way, produced by the hundreds of millions of these devices will, will, will cost under a dollar, just like uh, you have those pregnancy tests now in the dollar stores. Wow. Uh, and, you know, the question that I'm often asked is, well, is there such a test? As it happens, I happen to know that there is a test just like this going through a fast-track approval process right now through the FDA. And not only that, if President Trump used his powers right. and used you know his platform and said, hey, biotech, you know, uh, I'll, 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 award, I'll reward you with a billion dollars, you know, if you can come up with the perfect device that we can produce by the hundreds of millions, you know, uh, by next Tuesday, uh, you know, he'd be swamped with all kinds of new gizmos uh, you know, that would happen in days. That wouldn't even take weeks. And then maybe we team up with the Chinese and produce them by the hundreds of millions. And by the way, let's just take it a step further. Okay, if you can produce them by the hundreds of millions, you can produce them by the billions. And that means that the entire world hmm. can, can literally kill this virus right. in three weeks. Wow. Gone. Folks, he this is, approach could, it is. It could also be used in the future to control other possible pandemics. We would mm. never need a shutdown again. Never. Folks, he's Dr. Robert Epstein. His website is drrobertepstein.com. Doctor, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for speaking out. We're going to spread the word. Uh, I believe well, of everything I've heard, I agree with Tucker Carlson. Your method John, makes... One, one, go ahead. John, one, one more link. One more link. Sure. Kill the virus now. KillTheVirusNow.com. That'll take you directly to the Daily Caller article. Kill the virus now. Okay. Doctor, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. All right. Thank you. Folks, there it is. Dr. Robert Epstein right here on the John DePietro Show. Now, that to me makes the most sense what he just what he just said. Now, I will have that posted a little bit later on the website, DePietro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. He is, um, <clears throat> I don't know how you argue with it. I'm sure maybe some people would. But think of what he talked about, just the cost of that, $6 billion compared to how much. If you had that and then you did have the ability to have these tests, you want to, uh, you have a quick little test before you're going to enter Gillette Stadium, before you're going to enter Fenway Park, before you're going to enter a restaurant, before you're going to enter anywhere where there might be a crowd, before you're going to enter the Dunkin' Donuts Center or the Xfinity Center or before anything like that. And then if you have 50 people that actually do test positive, then obviously they go somewhere else and they're quarantined. But uh, the rest of it, if it 
that I agree with him. That seems to be the way to combat this, not this business that right now that we're in, which is total shutdown. Folks, this portion of the John DePedro show is brought by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Now, listen, you know, I heard an interesting um, fact last night that Wimbledon, the way I understand this, Wimbledon actually did take out pandemic insurance. And Wimbledon, which they canceled, they are getting, receiving from their insurance company, I believe the number I heard was $140 million. There are many people that don't have pandemic, but Wimbledon Tennis, they did have pandemic insurance. And I think I heard it cost $2 million a year, but they're going to receive from their insurance company $140 million because they had pandemic insurance. Well, folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, Scott and Alex, it's M.A. Uh, Z-I-K-A, Mazika, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. They're located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue, North Providence. It's very simple. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 401-353-9300. I implore you to let them help you save money. Why not? A.E. Mazika, 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue. Look for them on Facebook. Look for also their website. It's aemazika.com. But let them help you save money, which everyone's going to need to do is save money on your life insurance, insurance on your home, on your business, on your auto. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Scott and Alex, that's what they do. Call them for a free consultation. Contact them. Right now you're listening. It's 1150 on this Wednesday. If I told you you could save $200 a month, $300 a month, $400 a month. Isn't it worth the free phone call, free consultation? A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 401-353-9300, 401-353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook, and also their website is aemazika.com. Well, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. I think uh, that doctor is is so terrific. I will have that posted uh, just in case someone that, if you didn't get a chance to hear it, but I think that is our best way out of this. I don't like some of the actions that are that are being taken. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, we need to really focus on who this is affecting. I think it is positive that President Trump wants to lead the effort to start to loosen some of the restrictions. I'm not saying yet, but this business of for the next you know, two years, we need to do social distancing. I, I think there's some people that are coming into this mindset that forever we're going to be on lockdown. And and that that is absurd to me. The weather's getting nicer. People want to go outside. We have to focus. There are some of you that have it right now and you're showing no symptoms and you don't even know it. But you need to know it so you're not passing it along to someone else. And there are other people that you have it, you get it, like George Stephanopoulos. And there's no, it's not attacking his lungs. He's asymptomatic of it. The, the testing is the key out of this whole thing. The doctor is exactly right. It's the carriers. We, all of us don't need to be quarantined and locked up. Right? That doesn't make any sense. But we need a test to find out who is it that has it. And then they're the ones that have to be quarantined. And then we'll adapt that way. Now, I do want to touch on, and this is very dangerous. This is not a story just for today. It's something we're going to follow. But it has to do with the Secretary of State, Nellie Gorbia. Now, I mentioned this. She has mailed out. All these applications, and it's ludicrous how many that she mailed out. 789,000 mail ballot applications. Folks, this is, I, I, this frightens me more than anything because I refer to, and I put this out, 
Rhode Island, thank God for the Providence Journal. Rhode Island has 7,000 more people registered to vote than U.S. citizens old enough to vote. So Gorbea, Nellie Gorbea, says the state voter list is basically 790,000. But according to the Census Bureau, Rhode Island only has 782,000 citizens old enough to vote. Now, that would be with 100% compliance, which is impossible. So the real number, here's the thing, the real number of registered voters in Rhode Island is 532,000. 532. Think of that number. 532. According to the census, that's how many residents we have registered to vote in Rhode Island. Gorbia, her list as Secretary of State, is 255,000 over what the census says. Think of the massive voter fraud. So here's what I'm trying to explain to you. And I'm not convinced yet that the Republican Party has fully explained their case to people. But it's very simple. The Secretary of State only should have mailed out 532 mail ballot applications. How many did she mail out? 790,000. That's insanity. That is way over. That is filled with dead people. That is filled with people that are registered in different cities and towns. We, we have to prevent mailing. Now, they're saying, oh, this is just for the primary. Mark my words, folks. They're going to try to do this for the general election coming up uh, in November, the presidential election. But that is the number that needs to be zeroed upon. Now, maybe you're saying right now, well, Juan, that's crazy. This is what I've been telling you, where as we speak right now today at 1155 on April 15th, year of our Lord, 2020. Where's my cross? It's right there. The Providence Journal right now is in court and they have been since November of 2018 against Gorbia to release the full voter ID information that she is not releasing. But the fact that she took it upon herself without any notice or warning to send out 790,000 mail ballot applications is absurd. There's no way. That's more ballots than people. If you had 100% people, if you had every person 18 years old in Rhode Island registered to vote, the number would only be about 780,000. And that would be across the board. Every person. And that's impossible. No one has that. Most states, it's 40% that people are actually registered to vote. Gorbia says, oh, according to my list, there's 790,000. That that's more people than physically possible. But the real number, the real number is closer to 530,000. She is inflating the voter rolls. By 260,000. Absolute insanity. We're going to fight this. We're going to stay on it. Uh, I will have Ken Block on the program. He's going to talk about it. Ken Block, who I respect, who is uh, terrific on this and knows this. He has been watching this. Uh, We are going to have Ken on this. Folks, they are trying to, and I hate doing this, but she is. She is being a sneak. Secretary of State Nelly Gorbia is trying to steal this election before anything even happens. Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Folks, also, um, I want to remind you. Now, listen, 
Right now, it's 11.57. Now, coming up next hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. You don't want to miss this. And then coming up at 1 o'clock, I have this reporter who I really like. Beth Tittle is going to join me coming up at 1. She has a hilarious new piece in the Boston Globe. And then Attorney Tim Dodd joins me at 1.30. Governor Amundo's at 2.30. But I want to remind you, the best thing you can do, if you for yourself, for your business, for your school, your organization, any building, you need sole source restoration, coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service. Call them today, 401-712-2700. Sole source restoration. Their website, sole source, and it's S-O-L-E, sole. Sole source restoration, 712-2700. Find them online, solesourcerestoration.com. They are the most complete coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service in Rhode Island, in Massachusetts, in Connecticut. They have the equipment that no one else has. They're only one of six companies in the entire country that has CDC-approved, environmentally pet-friendly. You're listing right now. I implore you to get your business, your nursing home, your school, your home, sole source restoration, microthermal fogging, electrostatic spring equipment. They also do the post-cleanup. They have the protective equipment. Folks, they are in a league of their own. Call them today. Find out more. Find them online, soulsourcerestoration.com, or call them at 712-2700-401-712-2700. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service, soul source restoration. The old way of doing things, guy with a bucket and a mop and some Windex that's not going to kill the virus. You need Mike Seepy. And soul source restoration. It's John DePietro. Now, folks, coming up again next hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me. And then um, at one o'clock, Beth Tittle of the Boston Globe is, is going to join me. Also, two Globe reporters today. And then Tim Dodd. Uh, for those on Facebook, go to DePietro.com. You can listen. I may be back at one o'clock for Facebook Live. I'm not sure. Governor Mundo a little bit later. Is right. Stay tuned. The one o'clock, the twelve o'clock news is next. The twelve o'clock news is next. I'll be right back on the other side with Dan McGowan. Stay tuned. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. But you can listen at depetro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You don't want to miss Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And he's coming up next. Right here, two big hours to go right here on the John DePietro Show on this Wednesday. We'll get the latest and update on the news and then come right back.